noticed a change in Reno lately? I sure have. Well then, keep up with the movers and shakers and unique people of Reno by listening to the Our Town Reno podcast, where we discuss helping each other out. New episodes play every week and feature real Reno stories told by us, the people who live here. Listen in. What's up, Up of the Mixers? We've got another ad from a friend of the show. And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. Katie Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. Katie Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest. <laughs> this is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. The Honey Badger, a.k.a. The Brown Man of the Yacht Club, a.k.a. Um, yeah, sometimes I forget him. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode 172. Uh, Caesar, this is a very special episode. Do you know why? Why is this special? This is the last episode we will be recording in the Honeycomb Hideout. Oh, part look, due. part due. We've we've been we'll going, be moving to a new undisclosed location, which we will talk about later. Yeah. This is the last one that we will be recording here. Yeah, but I'm happy we'll still be in the in the underground, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll explain. Right? Yeah, yeah, but you know, just dropping little little uh, little Easter eggs for you guys, just like Marvel. But if you guys know us, you guys probably already know. Yeah. Much to talk about. It's been a while. I've been on a little break, which we will explain. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. It's the unofficial, official start of summertime. Barbecue season. And we are feeling great. Yes. Uh, Sun's so, out, uh, you know. We do have a little thunderstorms, but that happens. It's perfect. When the weather's gets, been great. Yes. When it's a little a, afternoon rain. Yeah. A little hot. The pressure. You even feel the pressure, and that's how you know. If you don't like it, the, the weather doesn't like it, and then it evens it out by breaking it with thunder. That's great. Science. So nice. I hope this never ends. Like, <laughs> no. It's like literally perfect. It's like no. 70s, get a little rainy. I'm like, this is what it feels like to live in like a tropical place. Yeah. A little humid, not too humid. It's good. Yeah. My skin's yeah. been all like, you know, and loving all this moisture in the air. Yeah. But, you know, that'll June 1st is about to be like 100 or something. You yeah, know how we go. It's fleeting. It's fleeting. You know enjoy it well. Enjoy. Yeah. That's why, that's why after the podcast, I'm going to go out on a walk headphones enjoy myself and just have some fun well uh, you have a story you have a story for us we've got some caesar story time oh start us off today the dad life dad life taking l's <laughs> so uh uh you know taking leia she's getting older she's four now so we're like let's go take her to a movie and see if she'll you know she likes she likes cars like dad and things like that so i'm like let's go watch fast and the furious right <laughs> so Everything's good, you know, and like she, you know, asks for candy and food all the time, you know, just like any kid. 
But at the end, the very end, where like shit's going down, it's all all the stories, all the culmination of like little stories throughout the whole thing. Leia's like, I need to go to the bathroom, and I look at at T Money, and she's like, It's your turn, and I was like, You right, right? <laughs> so like, and I'm like just mad already going down the stairs, right? Leia, you know, takes a little long time in the bathroom sometimes, you know. By the time we're done, we go back in. Credits are already rolling. <laughs> and I am thoroughly upset. <sighs> it's like, and it's crazy because all these women know. It doesn't matter. Even like I talk to other friends and, you know, that have girlfriends and wives and stuff. They seem to know exactly what the best time in the movie is to ask for something or do something. <laughs> Should have been more strategic. Yeah. So, but she went, it's like, she went to the bathroom earlier in the movie, you know? So I was like, cool, I should be safe for the rest of it. But no, here comes, Wrong. Here comes, here comes Leia to fuck my shit up. So now I'm trying to go see Fast and the Furious again by myself. So, you know, dad taking L's over here. But, you know, it's just, it's a movie and I could see it again. And my baby needed to go to the bathroom and it was my turn, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what can you do? Nothing at that point. Nothing. You know, save it. You know what you do? You file that away, (laughs) and then you bring it up in 14 years when she's mouthing off in Wyland. Yeah. And you bring this up. After, like, like Fast Furious 25 comes up. You're like, you know what? I missed the end of Fast 10 because I had to take your ass to the bathroom. Yes. So you better stop talking right and talking back to me right now. Put some respect on my name. I'm about to embarrass you in front of all your friends. Exactly. And I can't wait to embarrass her. That's like the thing, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because uh, I gotta, I'm just stocking up ammo right now. So well, now you know you get, to, you have to go see it again. Dude. Yeah, now I gotta go see it again, and you know, like I saw most of it, and you know, baby, she's always like, "Dad, I want more," and I was like, "You gotta relax on the candy, little child." But yeah. she's it's a life child. lesson for all of us. Yeah, she's a child, so they're always candy, always annoying. What are you gonna do? Right. So, Dad Life, take else. Choose your battles, my friend. <laughs> Not every battle is World War Three. Advice for all the dads out yes. there. Yes. Just choose your battles, put your foot down, and certain things, not all the things. <laughs> Well, the reason we've had a break is we are currently moving. We bought a house, and we are in the process of, like, moving. Got the keys a yeah. few weeks ago. It's been a long, well, I guess not that long. Probably, you know, it took like 45 days. Yeah, the usual time. Yeah, the average time. So this will be the last episode we'll be recording here. We uh, Next weekend, um, some furniture is getting delivered, and we're slowly moving in. And then the weekend after that, uh, the movers, will, uh, two weeks from now, the movers will be here, and we'll be moving out. And uh, the next time you hear us, we'll be recording from the new studio. Yeah. In a, they have a full basement now with whole ass room set up. <laughs> you know, I can't for wait activities. to get everything set yeah. up for the for recording and everything. It'll be a whole recording studio. So super excited. Yeah. So next time you guys hear us, we'll be coming to you direct from. We haven't named it yet. No, you know, we'll, we'll have to figure get the it space out and see what talks to us. Yeah. What, says, what the universe see what the puts wall out says. There. Yeah. yeah. And it's just crazy because like 
you know, you guys have been with us as we're like growing up, you know, like I had a kid, I got a house, Sean yeah, got we, married, when we started, got a house. When this started. Spare we, bedroom. <laughs> you're in the spare bedroom. Outside. Outside on the deck. Yeah. I was single. You were childless. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at us. And now look at us, adulting. Calling it early on the weekends, you know. Sometimes not Getting even all going. excited to wake up. Like, yeah, early and do activity. Like I woke, I, I, I thought I was sleeping in this morning, and I woke up, and it was seven thirty, and I was like, <sighs> I feel so rested. Yes. Let's go. No, I, I woke up usual six thirty, and I was like, oh motherfucker, it's Saturday. Yeah. So then I went back to sleep, and then I kind of was like seven fifteen. I was like, nah, I could lay a little bit more. Seven forty five. I'm like, this is too much now. <laughs> And then straight ladies are sleeping, cutting my hair, shaving, getting mm-hmm. ready for this morning, you know. Yeah, I was texting the boys, see what we're gonna do today. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, like I haven't slept in on Saturday in a while. Yeah. I'm like I'm, a, I'm like I'm gonna sleep in, just just sleep in, have a nice morning to be podcast. Yeah. And then like yesterday, it's like, Oh, we gotta do shit. Yeah. And then uh, I, had photos. I fell asleep at like 10.30 yeah. on the couch. Yeah, I had photos rescheduled, so now I got a free day, you know, because Sundays is usually family day. We take care of things. <laughs> but with the three-day weekend, we might be going somewhere for the day, quick day trip. Nice. Monday, I got photos. And then, uh, but L.A. trip next week, guys, so any friends out in L.A., holler at me watching the Yankees-Dodgers. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, the first topic of today... Ooh. Something we've already talked about a long time ago. Yeah. But it's still having John Morant out here in these streets fucking up. Fucking up. And he put in some coy things on there, so maybe he just wanted some attention. This guy needs help. Yes. He went. So on the internet, he put something that seemed kind of like he was going to hurt himself. Things like that. Very true. As you know, young people are one to do. 23 years old. Posted some cryptic messages on his Instagram story, which led people to, you know, come to some conclusions based off what he said. Yes. The police had to go and do a health check on him because people were concerned about him. And then all it was all just because he's like leaving social Social media for a while. Yes. And you're just like, man, somebody needs to get there boy like mm-hmm. hire a fucking publicist you're got a hundred million dollar multi-million dollar contract you're bro. the you or you were the somebody faces of so many yeah, things somebody fucking nike the nba somebody needs to get this guy a publicist yeah. get him in some fucking Not therapy necessarily publicist but like yes help therapy and the people around him like i saw this thing with gilbert arenas and jj reddick where like because arenas got in trouble yeah. Big trouble for he's very famous for uh, taking you know guns on a plane like yeah. on the team plane over some fucking cards yes over you know a game of spades so and then that was like he then he got hurt and then so that's how his career kind of dwindled down but he's just like people around you that could that'll tell you no you know real friends real family because even his dad is like yeah. not even yeah. like being a dad Dominic Foxworth former NFL player who's on. I love him and Bomani Jones in there, but he made a great point. He was like, "Once you're the one that's writing them checks for everyone, yes, it's even different. your parents, mm-hmm. like they're you are the one. Like their parents aren't going to be checking you, 
And he's like, it seems like with Ja that his boys are the one that are looking out for him. Because, like, in the last video. The boy was like. The, the guy, his friend was the one that, like, as soon as he saw Ja had a gun, yeah. he put it away. Yes. So, obviously, he was thinking more about it than Ja. Mm -hmm. And then another point that Bomani Jones made was in the, some of these videos, if you look at his Instagram, he's drinking a lot. Yeah. And he's taking, like. He's not chugging beers. He's chugging He's taking hard liquor. Bottles of tequila straight to the dome. Yeah. And he was like, I don't he's like, uh, I'm not an alcoholic. Like anyone who's drank and yeah. has experience knows only a certain type of person can chug hard liquor like that. <laughs> yes. And typically they are alcoholics yes. or have a problem with drinking. Yeah. Like I saw one where he was chugging a bottle of tequila and I was like, Holy shit, that is crazy. I'm from Sparks. <laughs> I know people who could drink. Yes. I understand. Like Maybe me. drinking. <laughs> yes. We grew up. Yes. Like, we know yeah. <laughs> like to drink. And watching this dude was like, ooh. But ooh. he's young, trying to prove, like, how tough he is, how godly-like he is, that everyone makes him seem you to know? feel like. like. But you need, you need friends to be like, no. You, you know, because somebody. it's longevity, right? Like... You're going to have this career. You're making multiple millions of dollars. All he needs to do is look across the court yeah. at the dude who beat him, LeBron James. Yes. John Moran is 23 years old. LeBron James is 15 years older yeah. than him doing the same thing he was at 23. 23. John Moran could be doing that too. Yes. And he's and, fucking it up. And LeBron's stuff started in high school, you know? he And that's why him and, like, Maverick and everybody, well, the they, they were smart about it. Like, LeBron knew he was going to be this. Yeah. John Morant, they were saying, like, no one, even after his freshman year of college, no one knew he was going to be this, this good. Because he got most improved player last year, right? Or the year before? Mm-hmm. So. But, like. And in the NBA. Even which, though as a freshman in yeah. college, no one was predicting, predicting him to be the number two pick in the draft. Yeah. It wasn't until the next year that he blew up. So, it's like, he was like a 19-year-old regular kid. And now, mm -hmm. four years later. All this pressure's on him. That's what, like, you know, he was just a regular guy. Not everyone is, like, prepped for this, you know. Mm -hmm. Curry's was gradual, so he, and yeah. plus his dad was in the NBA, so. <clears throat> but, like, that's a lot of pressure on the 23, like, face of a franchise, face of a city, yeah. face of Nike. Yes. Gatorade, future face right? of the NBA, like, has his own shoe. That's a lot of pressure for someone who four years ago was just, your average college athlete yeah. on campus. And average people, we have a lot of pressures anyways, like to live up to certain standards our parents put us through or like maybe, especially in sports, like what your team puts you through and everybody else. You're not else prepared around. for all this. It can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, most people, like most kids, like top picks, like they're known so they get used to it in high school as like the big fish in the small pond. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it grows like naturally over time so they have some time by the time they're in the nba they've had some time to get accustomed to the hype yeah. and then they have to like prove you know like for marantho it was like one year you're just another kid and then a year later you're the number two pick in the nba draft and then three years later they want you to be the face super of max contract mm -hmm. face of everything that's quite the fucking glow up yes yes <laughs> so yeah, you know, someone hopefully, someone around him steps up and does the right thing, and he uh, he gets his shit together because this is this is starting to get bad. Yes, and dude, if I was Stern, right, or what's the NBA? Stern, uh, silver, silver now. Yeah, 
You know, because he like went into his office and apologized and everything, and made no. him look like a fool. Oh, you know, Silver's hell, Silver's like, look, bro, we skated through this. Yeah. Like, we, you were in the clear. Like, we just we two made weeks, your little apologize. Two weeks. You got to play in the. He's because like Adam Silver's a team rant here. Like, yes, he, he needs him. Yeah. Like, so you know he's super pissed too. Like, yeah. bro, what the fuck? Because like, if it was me and like you came to my face, you know, we did the thing, and we're over here trying to do this together, yeah, working and together. Then, we got the PR yes. spin, and like no one really. Yeah. Everyone was like, okay, he went to counseling for like three days, and then yeah. like was gone two weeks, came back, played yeah. in the playoffs. Everything's good. No one was talking about him. No one's thinking about him. You're in the uh, off season. Yeah, all you gotta do is like you don't even have to do shit till October. Yes. And then this and goes this, out. And I'd be pissed. I'd be like, nah, like whatever they'll let me to do, that's what I'm doing. If I could suspend you for a year, no pay, you done. That hammer's getting dropped, son. Yes. That hammer's you getting dropped. You done. They're going to fuck him up. Yes. Because now, because Nike gave him a leeway, right? Everyone did. Everyone gave him a pass. A lot of them, some sponsors dropped him, you know, at the first one. But Nike was still there. Nike like, and the NBA yeah. stood by. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. The biggest like, ones. His, his team, everyone was like, all right, you know, and then especially with the team. Oh, he's not allowed on on team stuff. It's the off season, motherfuckers. They're at their house. They're not going there. Yeah, so right? we'll see what happens. Whew. Yeah, is that this is crazy? Talk about fumbling the bag. Yeah, <sighs> he's trying so hard. <laughs> he's trying to give it away. Yeah, and now when uh, all these NBA people, if they have the longevity, they make they be billionaires when they're done. That's why someone's like, is LeBron going to retire? I'm like, you know how much LeBron's contract is <laughs> yeah. for next year? Uh, 49 mil. Yes. You know how much it is the year after that? 51 <laughs> mil. You think he's about to give up $100 no. million? For future hundred million dollars for two years when he's trying to buy an NBA team yeah. in the future? Yeah. I think 100 mil goes a long way towards no. that, son. And that's what happens. Like, you know, A-Rod, A-Rod's part of a team, you know, G, uh, not Jeter, but uh, like Jay-Z does his but own like, thing. But like LeBron's going to wants to be like Jordan where he's like the yeah. majority owner of a team yeah. that controls it. And hopefully has two more years yeah. and getting 100 mil. Yeah. That's that's the math that everyone understands. Yes. Hopefully he has people around him who could uh, see talent better than Jordan does. <laughs> Uh, what what Jordan you, trying to speaking of that yeah Jordan's trying to sell the Hornets because yeah. he's been a terrible owner for the last what ten years or something but like you that? know what like, we, we should have known this because yes. Jordan you know he's a dickhead of course we all know this he's a killer yes you don't got that he got you no. don't got that chill in him no he only knows attack mode and that's it <laughs> he doesn't back off he's a degenerate gambler you know like I love his flaws don't Which get I, me wrong yeah. like I love his flaws. <laughs> If I had all that money, I'd probably have the same flaws too, you know? But he's just, he's so competitive, you know? And he just doesn't look at the big picture about talent-wise and things like that. So, you know. Sometimes when you're that good, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to evaluate others. Yes, because everyone else sucks compared to you. Yeah. And you have no other gauge. There's no gauge. <laughs> but uh, next up, uh, Ron DeSantis announced that he's running for president and for some reason dumb shit elon musk who let's not forget is from apartheid africa so this explains some of his racist leanings uh they tried to do like his launch live on like a twitter space and guess what two people (laughs) ten people it didn't even work (laughs) it fucking crashed like elon aren't you aren't you all these memes about failure to launch they're like it didn't fucking work 
the big whole thing. And yeah, like, first of all, fuck Ron DeSantis and fuck you if you like him from the bottom of my heart. I mean that with every fiber of my being. Fuck you. Like his soul. <laughs> He's a terrible person. Fascist, fucking power hungry, worthless piece of shit. And Elon Musk called him, called him an, a moderate, centrist, reasonable person. And that's why he's endorsing him. He called Ron DeSantis a moderate, centrist, reasonable candidate. Once again, there's no gauge on people like this, so he doesn't have any base. On- <laughs> he has no, no idea yes. what's normal. Like, yeah. This shows you how like Elon Musk lives in a different fucking yeah. world. And so that's he needs like- to just kick him <laughs> yeah. in the balls. And I always say that's the same thing with all these people in like you know the White House and stuff. Their lives are totally different than the lives that they have in their hands. You know. <laughs> They don't understand. And this is why you can't yeah. have people like that. Yes. They don't under they don't understand the average person's Bro, daily going. I said this in fucking season one before <laughs> public opinion before we realized what a terrible person Elon Musk was. I said in the future story of the world, if there's gonna be the supervillain that accidentally ends humanity, it's it Elon. is probably gonna be Elon Musk. Yeah. And that was before we realized what a douchebag and terrible per human yeah. being he was. Back then, you know, he was just the odd guy making fucking cars that yes. were electric. Just like the weird nerd that you expected, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but so it's crazy. It was great to see. Uh, Mike was, like, keeping us updated. Yeah. And uh, I went to, like, Twitter at lunch, and I was like, oh, the memes. Roast this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Internet, get him! A lot, of, a lot of Matthew McConaughey failure to launch memes. <laughs> yeah. I love that rom-com, too. Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah. I'm a, rom- I'm, yeah. I'm a rom-com guy, so, you know. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so uh, we'll talk more about Elon later. A little bit, yeah. This is a little warm up to him, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. My next, I got a little Hawkeye uh, Jeremy Renner trying to make an impact in Nevada a little bit. Yeah, him, him, he's not here advocating for things that I don't know how I feel about. <laughs> yes, it's a little weird. So the <laughs> so you know he he obviously has financial interest, you know, with his new show renovation. And it's actually, like, done, like, not far from my house at the generator, right? Mm-hmm. Where they, like, do all the stuff. And so his headquarters is here for that, you know, here in Northern Nevada. So what he's trying to do is this amendment for um, uh, incentive on filming, like a tax film incentive. Tax credit. Tax credit. In, that's Southern Nevada, though, for the tax credit. Because they have, like, studios and they things down there. Up here, what he's trying to do here with UNR, him and Sandy are like shaking hands and being all buddy buddy right now, and trying to do some stuff at UNR to kind of do like a studio up here to to get film stuff and uh, maybe implement classes to help these kids like be directors. Yeah, uh, like the UNR like stuff is cool. Yeah, but like the tax credit would be two hundred million a year to Sony, yeah. and the thing about these tax credits is you can sell them. So most companies that get the tax credits sell them because they don't need them all the time. And that's how they make and their they, profit. And they make, because you can sell them for way more than they are. So like mm. a $200 million tax credit, another company might buy that for like 250 mil because they save so much on their taxes that it's worth paying yes. the extra money up front for it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fucking scheme. Yeah. It's a huge fucking scheme. Yep. And they say, and like they, they do it in the guise of like it's helping bring jobs or whatever to Nevada. But again, you're like putting more pressure on the state and everything to the public. When I say state, I mean public <laughs> ultimately because mm-hmm. the, 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 like for infrastructure and all the other stuff that the taxes we're not getting would support. Yes. So th- like it's a fixed equation. I always say, like, if you're giving tax breaks one place, 
you have to make up for it someplace else. The money has to come from somewhere. It's called a budget, right? Yes, <laughs> and the money always comes from the people. Yes, like the, the, the like A's the stadium. stadium. Don't do that bullshit. Like yes, no, it's, it's so they're, like the A's owner is one of the worst owners in baseball. He's fucked up so bad in Oakland that they're drawing less than five thousand fans a game, and then they're like doing them. They're like, uh, it was great on the Athletic. Shout out to the Athletic. I was re- they were like, why is baseball in Nevada going along with this? This is a terrible idea. And they're like, the A's are moving from a big market, yes, to would be the smallest market in baseball. Like Vegas is like the fortieth ranked market in the United States. And they're like, obviously, the Bay Area is like fourth. Yeah. It's like top five. And they're like, and there's like no fans there. Like, there's no historical establishment, yeah. nothing there. So, the, and like, plus, like, Vegas already has the Knights and the Raiders who have moved there. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, like if pe- people aren't going to travel for baseball games like they are for football games, because like football's easy. It's on Sunday. There's only eight home games. So like if your team's playing the Raiders and you live somewhere, you can be like, yeah, let's travel there for the weekend. We'll watch the game. People are going to be doing that for the A's because like most of the games are in the summertime. Yes. People don't want to travel to Vegas in the summertime. It sucks. And if you do, do you want to spend t- several hours in a, like air conditioned baseball yeah. stadium, or like, are you going to be on the strip? Or on the, something. I think casino. It, it is by the strip too. It'd be on the yeah. strip, but they're like, like families aren't going to be traveling. Like families aren't going to be traveling to Vegas in the summertime to go to baseball games. Yeah. That's just like they're like that's not like a demographic that exists. So they're just like this isn't going to work out the way they think. It's already going to be the smallest stadium <laughs> in baseball, only thirty thousand yeah. people. That's it. And they're asking the state for hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. Well, meanwhile, like teachers and other people, Need state employees money. got notified that we're getting a pay cut because of the PERS increase. Yes. So, like, we need money for all this other stuff. And, like, just like with the Raiders, all of a sudden they're just willing to, like, give hundreds of millions of dollars to something that's been proven does not help the public and, like, over the long yeah. term is a negative. They don't, they're not worried about us. That's the thing. Like I said, once again, we're not in their stratosphere, you know, <laughs> like they're, they're about making money. They're invested in it. You know, we are not, and we have to pay for it. And they're like the other, there's like all these other cities that are like want an expansion franchise. And they're like Portland, Salt Lake city, mm-hmm. Nashville, and Charlotte would all be way better options for, for a team to move to or expansion Dude, franchise. The Northwest, than Vegas. the Northwest is getting so good with sports. Like soccer up there is fantastic. And that's what they're saying. Like, if they like Portland and Salt Lake, they wouldn't be competing with um, hockey or the NFL, mm-hmm. and like NBA and, and, and baseball are opposite. So yeah. they're like, and St. Nashville only has a NHL team. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, like, is on hockey as well. Has all of them, and but basketball. like Charlotte's also a huge. Like Charlotte's a top fifteen market. Yeah. Like, so that region because like, it's like everything's so close like Virginia, charlotte because you have you have charlotte raleigh durham like all those cities right and in those are big area. in basketball and sports anyways because the colleges so they're like vegas literally is like the worst they're like even san antonio is a bigger market <laughs> it would be a better option than las vegas because again only a baseball yeah. team and it's opposite or only a nba team and it's opposite seasons so like they're just like it's not like Portland, like Nashville and Portland, especially because it's just like 
everything there, like growing cities, in lots Nashville, of young people, yeah, and like lots of people who would be like willing to go like a baseball, like especially in Port, like good weather, where like you can go out, be outside in the summertime. You don't have to build a dome stadium. Yeah, no, it's summertime in Northwest is fantastic. So it's like it is right now in Reno. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, I, was, I thought it was your song. Week. We have a random facts in <laughs> random facts in history. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and you know, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend, so, so you know, I'm just gonna talk about Memorial Day. I explain this to my students, not to get all history teacher on you, but I am because you are history <laughs> It is who you are. Memorial Day is a federal holiday, it started off as Decoration Day. Okay. And that's because after the Civil War in the late 1860s, uh, the last Monday in May to like honor all the soldiers that died, people were encouraged to go visit their graves and decorate the graves with flowers and other stuff to show their appreciation for all the soldiers who died in the Civil War. So uh, throughout the late 1860s to the 70s, 80s, like this spread all throughout the country. Eventually, by the end of the 1800s, every state had like had adopted Decoration Day last Monday to honor Civil War veterans. Then, after the World Wars, it spread to honor all soldiers who had fought and died in a war for the United States. And eventually, that that gained uh, acceptance as Memorial Day, and. It eventually, in 1971, was officially changed to the last Monday of May and called Memorial Day and made a national holiday. Oh, nice. So that's the history of Memorial Day. So, like, you're not supposed to tell people, like, thank you for their service or anything or happy Memorial Day because it's supposed to be, like, a day of remembrance and it's to honor those who have died fighting for the United States. Mm. Now, there's two other days that celebrate the military. Earlier in May, they have Armed Forces Day, which is to uh, honor all active members. And then, of course, in, in November, we have Veteran. Veterans Day, which is to honor everyone who served. Yeah. So that's when you would, like, say hey, thank you for your service and, and stuff like that. So, you know, just got to real quickly, you know, drop some knowledge on these yeah. kids. And now you guys know as well the history of, you know, it's important to understand these exactly. things. Exactly. Because, yeah. like, we, I was joking. I'm like... Think about how some of the holidays we celebrate and how they started, because kids were like, "Oh, May Fourth, you know, should be." A I'm like, "Who knows? Maybe in 200 years, yeah, May will. the Fourth be bitch. You maybe it will yeah. be a holiday. The and people weekend, will have no, and people will have fifth. yeah, and people will have no idea why. They're yeah. like, you know, think about like Saint Valentine's Day or Saint Patrick's yeah. Day or like some of these holidays. I'm like, you don't know, the, you know, these holidays are thousands of years old. Yeah, and now you don't know just, their origins, and now it's just a day for whatever. Just like Cinco de Mayo, people think it's Mexican Independence Day, but it's not. It's like September 16th or 18th, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And May 5th is when the I think the French got diarrhea or something. They won. <laughs> they won like a big battle. The Napoleon the yeah. Third, I believe, took an L fighting the city of Puebla. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's only this uh, only the state of uh, whatever whatever state Puebla is in. I forget which Mexican. That's the only place where it's celebrated yeah. in Mexico, and then like all over the United States, it's, it's celebrated. It's like a drinking holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyways, you have so, your song of the week. Song of the week. You know, R.I.P. to the legend, Tina Turner. Lost another great one. Uh, she didn't was, realize how old she was. She was what ninety, right? Eighty two. Eighty two. So she had a full life. Yeah. And so I, I picked, uh, you know, famous sample, uh, I Can't Stand the Rain. I Can't Stand the Rain. Yeah. Oof. So listen and enjoy, guys. Salute.
Caesar song of the week. I can't stand the rain by the late great Tina Turner. Yes. And obviously a very famous sample by Missy Elliott for yep. those of you born in the eighties or early nineties. Yes. And you know what's up. Exactly. And I was like, just going through a catalog this week and this is the one that, you know, hits a little bit more 
just because of the sample and everything like that to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's also like, you know, not her most famous song either. Yeah, which I also love, you know, B-side right. stuff, very important. <laughs> <laughs> What's grinding your gears this week? Whew. I'm excited about this one. What is grinding my, you know, I don't normally do what grinds my gears. No, it's usually me. It's usually you. <laughs> this week, though, what grinds my gear, evangelical Christians, the most hypocritical <laughs> fucking fake people on earth. They act like they're so Christian and they don't follow the teachings of Jesus at all. Or they're even take so their, hateful. Even take their history into consideration. They're the most hateful fucking people on the planet. They and they act like they're so godly because they're the ones behind all these laws against like trans people and like LGBTQ people and abortion. They're against all these fucking laws. They don't do shit, but like shit on other people who don't follow their beliefs. And then they act like victims anytime you call them out on their bigotry and hatred. I yeah. fucking hate them so much, and I'm so sick and tired I feel they went- of them influencing this country. <laughs> I feel they went after Monet as well. <laughs> they're so ridiculous. And that's what I feel, because they're so closed-minded, and they're so thing. It keeps America, because, like, they're... They're holding the literal country back. Yes, it keeps America very prude and very... Not like prude and like not being able to like talk about stuff. We're that just needs not to be free in the open. We're not free, mm-hmm. and they're holding us back. And they uh, they have internalized the identity of they're like the true Americans, where so many of their beliefs are undemocratic and un-American. Mm-hmm. Like they want to make this a theocracy. They're always talking about forcing their laws and religious beliefs on others. Well, that's all against this country. Yes. Like, it's supposed to be, you're supposed to be freedom. You're supposed to be able to live with other people who have differences than you. And these people are so intolerant. They're so fucking hateful. And I'm so, like, all of these laws all across the country targeting, tar, uh, targeting gay people, yeah. targeting trans people, targeting fucking, like, anything that has to do with, like, educating them about black or Hispanic or non-white fucking, like, history they are against and it's because they're so fucking hateful yes. and they're like so fucking racist and i'm like sick of pretending otherwise and they're scared to lose their way when it's america you could do your own thing we can do ours as well it's fucking yes. so they they're so hateful yeah. like if you look at all these laws and all these red states that republicans are enacting they're so fucking hateful that mm-hmm. that's all it's like intolerance it's all it is it's it's racism it's trans it's homophobia transphobia all of it and it's so fucking blatant and like you know what people like you have to take a stand like it you're just watching all these people get discriminated against and targeted by these laws and if you're not speaking up like you're fucking allowing this mm-hmm. to happen it's so fucking ridiculous it sucks mm-hmm and I'm so tired of it. Like every single day, it's a new fucking law outlawing, banning some book or making it like they have to fucking, you know, uh, like examine kids' genitals to prove what fucking sex they are. Like it's so <laughs> ridiculous. And it's not, it's it's like so typical of modern republicanism because it's not even a problem. And they've made it into this huge thing while ignoring real fucking mm-hmm. shit like, gun control or something that really affects all of us and they just made this huge thing out of nothing out of hatred ignorance and fucking just straight bigotry yeah because it's like it's so wild to me that they're i'm like let people be who they are or who they want to be right gay trans so on so forth jesus loved everybody everybody right everybody 
And you're supposed to be, that's the thing that makes me so angry. And respect you're supposed thy to neighbor, be right? so respect, fucking yeah. godly and they think of themselves as so holy and they're the worst fucking Christians mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, yeah, there's more and more important things. Like you said, gun control, you know? And, you know, just things like they that. They literally are on the same side as Nazis. <laughs> If you look at who these people, like, if you look at the people who support these things, like, book burning, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, who else, why is book burning so familiar? Oh, that's what Nazis did. <laughs> yeah. Throughout history, book burners never been the good guy. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If you just look at their history and all the things they've been against. Very similar. They never turn out historically to be the good guy. <laughs> the Venn the Venn diagram is pretty much it's pretty much <laughs> it's the same circle. Two circles on top of each other. It's like in all of these fucking dystopian future yeah. movies and books and everything, you're the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. People like you are the bad guy. Yeah. And you th- think of yourselves as the good guy in your diluted rose colored fucking mm-hmm. pasty white fucking existence you live in. Uh, yeah pasty <laughs> fucking plastered fucking whatever you want to call it mayonnaise enriched not fucking seasoning mayonnaise enriched oh. but anyways that's what grinds my gears that was a good it always show. grinds my gears and it just came to the forefront like every day on twitter yeah. it's a new hateful fuck some new hateful shit just fucking discriminating and like being against someone, and it's so fucking tiresome and boring. Yeah. Well, we're just, all out, we're just trying to live our lives and help as many people as possible, and these hateful ass people are out breaking here breaking us down, just fucking holding us back. It's crazy, and like how every time I always say it, like there's supposed to be separation between church and state, right? But like when these people do not believe that they don't, because I'm like, then why are we still talking about abortion? Why, like? You know, like, let people, it's their body. If you, you don't know? want an abortion, don't fucking have one. Yeah. Or don't have sex, right? No, just don't have one. Yeah. You if you go. don't want, if you don't like abortions, don't have any. There you go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And if someone else wants to have one, let Shut them. the fuck up. Yeah, Mind your fucking do. business. <laughs> I just, how about the, you have a little, uh, mind your fucking business. <laughs> What's that? What do you need? It sounds like you need some mind your fucking business. <laughs> Not hurting you. Leave them alone. But anyways, let's just trivia time. Let's do it. Trivia time. Uh, Sean, three colors to choose from. Three colors? No, four colors. Green, yellow, blue, or red. Green, yellow, blue, or red. Yellow because it reminds me of the Wu-Tang Clan. All right. So let me give you random. We're going to do how many you want to do? Three again or still? Let's do it. So there's three. So you're going yellow, and I pick random. You go first. You ready? Yes. All right, members of this group have launched their own franchise of New York City juice bars called Juice for Life. Juice for Life? Yes, and here you want you need choices? Okay. Okay, cuz I I definitely knew about this one. Uh A, Black Eyed Peas, B, The Fat Boys, C, The Juice Crew, and D, The Locks. Oh, it's The Juice Crew. Incorrect. Is it The Locks? I believe it's The Locks. The locks. Yep. I was like, it's not the first two. Yeah. No, uh, because like Styles P, 
um, slowly got into like juicing and being like vegan and stuff. And like he, lately, he's on the internet saying just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy as well. Because I saw of, that, yeah, yeah. So him and then he obviously got Sheik and uh, and Jada in there. So okay. Next one. Oh, this one. This one's a good one for you. Killer Mike owns the swag shop, a chain of what? Barbershop, there son. We, there we go. That one's the easy one. And then uh, last one. Jay-Z's 12th album, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, was released as a free digital download for this phone manufacturer's customers. Uh, phone, is it Apple? Uh, no. No? Uh, it was Samsung. Was it Samsung? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. One out of three. So here, I'm just going to give you. I'm going to do blue, keeping it crip. <laughs> there you go. Caesar's doing blue. All right. First one. <laughs> okay. Author Dan Charna's epic 688-page hip-hop history book, The Big Payback, was adopted into this television series. A, hip-hop evolution. B, the breaks. C, the get down. Or D, hip-hop squares. What was the name of the book again? The Big Payback? The Big Payback. Uh, And one more time the option. Big Payback. A, hip-hop evolution. B, the breaks. C, the get down. Or D, Hip hop squares. Let's do the get down. It is not the get down. It's Jamal's going to be so mad at you. It's, it's, the breaks. it's the breaks. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was my two options. <laughs> yeah. Jamal's going to be pissed if you don't yeah. get this one. But that's because you old, son. Jamal's like, <laughs> how much younger? You're like 15 years younger than him. <laughs> Something like that. I'm 38. Yeah. So, like, the breaks came out in like 1984, yeah, 85. Yeah. You were not even. You were like, I, I was one. Yeah. 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 So, no, right. but I was, those are my two options, and I was like, all right, it's not that one, it's the other one. Okay. This blockbuster action flick, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, character John Connor, played by teen actor Edward Furlong, wears this group's shirt throughout public the duration enemy. of the film. D, public enemy, Ooh. is correct. That was easy. Oh, uh, yeah, it's on the motorcycle. I always yeah, remember, like, the and motorcycle then, and, and the arcade. Arcade, yeah. And, do you see that meme where it was like, even as your friend, you don't snitch on your friend to a cop. <laughs> like he's like, Do you know who this guy is? Like, no, nah, never seen him in my life. Yep, yep. That's a friend. Ooh, this is a good one. Boots Riley, the director of critically acclaimed praised Lakeith Stanfield starring twenty whatever. Okay. Boots Riley, the director of critically praised Lakeith Stanfield starring twenty eighteen film Sorry to Bother You is also the front man of this political hip-hop group. A, The Coup, B, Dead Prez, C, Public Enemy, D, Jedi Mind Tricks. So Stanfield's the head of... Uh, no, 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 Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Um, options again? A, The Coup, B, Dead Prez, C, Public Enemy, D, Jedi Mind Tricks. Dead press? Incorrect. This is they're from the Bay Area. The coup. The coup. Boots Riley. The, the coup. Yes, that's my shit. Yeah, because I don't know. I was like, what is Ma Uno and Steakman's real name? So. 
One out of three for both of us. Yeah. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Well, as we move on today, the next thing is giving some shine. I have to give some shine and shout out to any of you who have watched. If you haven't watched, you need to watch the Netflix show Beef. It is so intense. It is so wild. It's so crazy. It escalates so far, that so much further than you. Th- every time, like, it starts off wild, as you said. Yeah, I see, and then, I've like, only seen the first episode. So, it like, it, they'll do something, like, a wild thing will happen. But then it will, like, simmer down and go back to, like, normal, yeah. typical life shit that you would expect. But then something else, like, they, like the one-upsmanship between the two people. And then, yeah. like... Then there's just like, holy shit, I can't believe they're doing this. They're so fucking petty and hateful. Yeah. But then, like, towards the end, it's, you start to, like, see their backs and you understand just how fucking terrible these people are. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's fucking, cr- cr- like. Dude, the first episode was intense. It's like the wild car scene. Uh, they got this wild, like, dinner they Bro, go to. And it's it it like, only escalates. Yeah. You have no idea. So I, I got to see it without Leia. Leia That's like the fucking, and looking back, that first episode is, like, normal <laughs> compared to how fucking crazy to shit is. how gets. they live in? Oh, yeah. my God. And you're just like, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this fucking <laughs> happened. Like, yeah, it gets out of control. Um, and uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. It's it's not for children. I'll say that. There's definitely, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know. R-rated with the violence and uh, sexuality. <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, but it's like, like when we watched the last episode, we were like looking. I'm like, so it's like, what do you think? I'm like, I'm still processing this. I like that was crazy. Like the like the ending. Like it, the end was so crazy. I was like, I'm still trying to process all because we watched like the last three episodes yeah. back to back. Oh man! And I was like, I'm still processing everything. That was good. I liked it. But like, holy shit! Intense. Yes, it's not what you expect. And David Cho's in it, and he's so funny. I have a I have a funny David Cho interaction too, which is uh, funny. I went to uh, see uh, this guy Nacho's um, Nacho's gallery at Upper Playground in San Francisco. David Cho was there, and I'm just like walking with like a beer, and he's like, uh, you know, uh, swinging through the vines and has a beer as well, right? And I'm walking up the the hill back, Fillmore. Uh, like Fillmore and Hates where it's at in San Francisco, the upper playground store. And we just locked eyes. And then we looked at each other. We gave each other a nod and that was it, you know? And I got to the corner and I told my friend, I was like, yo, cause my friend didn't know who he was. I'm like, yo, that's David Cho. And he's like, who's David Cho? And he's like, I'm like this wild ass artist. Like you want to go back and meet him? I was like, yeah, we had eye contact. We gave each other a head nod. Real recognized, real baby. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, yeah, beef on Netflix. Whew. Whew. I Ian, need to watch more episodes. Ian told me about it, and like, cause like Ian hit was like a couple episodes ahead of us at the beginning. I was like, yeah, we watched the first episode. He's like, dude, it's so fucking crazy. It's so like as soon as we finish it, I had to text yeah. him and be like, bro, I need did to you guys finish? It. I need to watch. Holy shit! Holy shit! Now, <laughs> like to balance out the craziness of beef, one of the most wholesome shows that always brings a, the- a tear to the eye yeah. when they're helping these like people is queer eyed new season came out on netflix they're in new orleans the big easy okay and like in one episode they help uh, a fraternity okay and like all dude they have them like these fraternity guys like breaking down like true 
it, it's so great. Like they're like, we're, it was so nice to work with young people because like these, they're like, keep it super. Like one of them like confesses mm. to them about like you know being super depressed and trying to kill himself, and they're oh, like, dang. Dude, like this whole circle of dudes is all like broken down, yeah. like just opening it up. It's it's so great, it's so fucking great. Like fantastic the way. They just like help, you know, the, all the people they help are like so deserving. Like one kid uh, was in a car accident, like when he was 16, he was in a car accident that killed his mom and he survived, but he's paralyzed mm. from the waist down. So they like help him because he's like graduating high school. They help him like get ready for college and like find an apartment that's like wheelchair accessible and everything and like help him get his like life like on track. And then they have like another guy from another season who's in a wheelchair like mentor him. Like they help people so like uh, it's just so great the way they help the they help these people and like they're all like you know involved in their community and stuff and doing good things. So they just like are helping their communities as well. It's so, great. so you Christians out there, I know you don't watch the show, but you probably should. Yes. <laughs> Those five guys are way better Christians than any of these evangelicals. Yes. They are truly doing God's work. Yes. Because they are helping people who are helping others already. Yes. And they're like and empowering, they they're empowering the people who are already doing good to even like have a greater reach. So it's great. Awesome. If you need something positive to like, you know, get the, all this negative out. Like, I, cause we, I discovered the show during uh-huh. COVID, like during the lockdown. <laughs> yeah. The deepest parts of the, after fucking Tiger King, this is what I got into. <laughs> so, you, you should watch it. It's great. It's positive. So you went from Tiger King, this, these lunatics out there, to uh, real people doing real things. Yeah. I was like, to help this, the world. That, this is the Queer Eye and the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Are your jams now? That was with like, when we, you know, during that summer of COVID, when everything was locked down, you couldn't do anything. Uh-huh. That's what got me through. <laughs> nice. That was the mental health, I, like you needed support. I needed. Yeah. How to cook and how to help people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to give some shine to the show Yellowstone because my diagnosis of it. You know, this is just my opinion. It's like any other gangster movie. You know, they want to protect their family. They want to protect their money. They want to protect their land or their investment, right? So it's the same thing. There's, like, a lot of gunfire on there, and it's just in a different setting. It's just in Montana instead of, like, New York York. or L.A. or something like that or, like, Mexico City. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same formula. Same formula. Which we both like. It's in our wheelhouse. We talked about it. Yeah. So All these shows have a common theme. Yes. Being a gangster. Hustling, yes. grinding, living in a legal gray area. Yes, and I like it too because it's also very. It's a beautiful show where they shoot it. Yeah, at. it's a story in like you know it's a historical. It's also a time period show because yes. it takes place what in like the eighteen nineties. Oh no 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 that's uh, that's the other one that's the because like oh they jumped ahead huh? No, it's like a regular. It's like in the time now, but there's another show that's eighteen ninety three that's based in Yellowstone too with Harrison Ford and. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's there's another one because Yellowstone did so good right off the rip that other um, other companies copy. Kind of like um, in the movies when you see like Armageddon came out, so then <laughs> you see impact. Deep Impact, and you see uh, uh, what's the, and then you see other worldly ones like the Core, you know, ends of the world, weird things, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. If one does good, then everyone's copying. Deep Impact came out first, but yeah. shout out to both those movies, yeah, because they came out like the the spring I turned sixteen. <laughs> Oh my god! So 
Yeah, Deep Impact, one of my first dates, like, going yeah. out on the car, and then, yeah. like, Armageddon definitely took the homies to the drive-ins yeah. in my mom's minivan. And that one's a homie movie, too. That's yeah. what, that's about brotherhood brotherhood turning into family and staying together to the end. Right. And even, even having your boys back for riding a nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> or dating the boss's daughter. Yes, and not get his ass whooped <laughs> all the time. Uh, or killed. Yes. But uh, you know what? Next Every up, time I close my eyes, I keep that that song all the Every time. Every time I close my eyes, salute to Chris, Chris uh, <laughs> Cantero. He loves that movie and he watches it all the time. And every time he watches it, Nicole's like he's watching it again, Caesar. <laughs> and I miss you, baby. <laughs> and I don't want to miss thing. You know, Errol Smith. Errol Smith. And their daughters in there. Like the crazy thing about that is like that was like 1998. Errol Smith was old then. Like no. that was like introducing Errol Smith to a whole new people generation because they yeah. were like in their 50s then. They're like 150 now. I know. <laughs> Especially in rock star years. And they're living. They're still living. <laughs> Good for them. Those bodies are fucking <laughs> There's no blood or no. some kind of other powder inside <laughs> of them keeping them going. Well, it's t- finally time to end this, Caesar. It's been a long time coming, but the state rankings. And the people are waiting for it. We're doing the top 20 this week. We're closing it out. Uh, a quick review. Last time we had the, t- the, the 30 through 21. Number 30 was Missouri, 29 was Texas, 28 Michigan, 27 Georgia, 26 Delaware, 25 Virginia, 24 Utah, 23 Connecticut, 22 is New Jersey, 21 is Wisconsin, and now we've got the top 20. Top 20, let's go. Number 20 coming in, Maryland. All right. Not much I can say. I've driven through it, but, you know, it's a coastal state, and Baltimore's there. Be more. And, you know... What, you know, whatever. It's a mid-state. It's a mid-ranking. Baltimore's coming up, too. I need to go back there. Number 19, Arizona. Would okay. be higher, except there's fucking crazy people that live there. My brother lives there. He yeah. tells me all the time. It's kind of like the Florida of the West Coast. And it's too hot in the summertime. You could, too you could, motherfucking hot. You could literally cook an egg on the streets. My my my, um, twi- my niece and nephew. <laughs> I can't wait to show them that. Yes, and then uh, they also have Circle K's out there. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah, they. I think do they not have it here anymore in Nevada? Than they more circle. I think case? they're like like if you go, they might have some in Vegas and stuff. Or on the eastern side. Yeah, but they're very very deep in circle. Case. But bonus for Arizona, it is beautiful state. It is Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. lots of natural like Sedona, lots of natural pretty yeah. places. It's just some of the people there Tucson's, are fucking crazy. Tucson's awesome. Tucson. Yeah. Tucson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number eighteen, Pennsylvania. As Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, lot, and like there's a lot of like forests and like nice, pretty uh, air, the Poconos in Pennsylvania, and of course the birthplace of the country in Philadelphia, yes. city of brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Plus, like I like Philly as a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seventeen is Alaska. Okay, because it, it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's the so be- there's not that many people there, no. and it's just so beautiful. I think they still got a blockbuster. <laughs> They have a lot of national parks, a lot of... Uh, just beauty. Yeah, a lot of natural beauty. So with that Alaska. beauty comes oil, so that's why everyone's trying to get out of Alaska. <laughs> Plus, it's so much bigger than people realize. Yeah. Alaska's like half the size of the, United, of the contiguous United States. It's so fucking big. It's huge. It's huge. It has bears. <laughs> Real bears. Yes. Number 16, Illinois, All which right. I feel like is an odd state, 
Just because Chicago is so big and has so many people, and then, uh-huh. like, the rest of the state, there's not that many people that live there. And they have weird little cities, too. There's a sandwich, a champagne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, because, like, it, it's also, like, part of it is, like, Midwest because it's on the lakes. Mm-hmm. But then the other part is more, like, almost southern because, like, the southern part of the state is very different from the northern part of the state. Yeah, and a lot of history, too, with uh, the trains, the meat packing, and everything like that. Yeah, it was the, you know, it's called the second city for a reason. It was the, truly, it was the first non-New York major city. Yeah, and yeah. the skyscraper battle as mm-hmm. well was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, number 15, Montana, the big sky state. Yellowstone, full circle. <laughs> full circle. Gangsters live Another beautiful, beautiful state, not many people. And it's wild there. Like, what's it, Jackson Hole out there? Just That's Wyoming. The Jackson Hole, Wyoming. There's, there's another one. There's, like, it's like Jackson something up there. But uh, Schwinn's family, like, kind of, like, up there a little bit and just wild stories. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure they still have this, but it used to be they, they were, uh, you could have open, they were open container state where you Ooh. could, as long as you weren't drunk, you could drink while you were driving <laughs> in recent history. I'm not sure if it's still still a... <clears throat> it's probably one of those weird, weird rules where you can't like spit. Like my friend was from Montana, and he's like, in Montana, you could you tell long distance driving by how many beers you could drink on the drive. <laughs> that's about a sixer. <laughs> yeah, so that's a six pack drive. <laughs> Thirty minutes. <laughs> a bit longer. Okay, you can't be drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their tolerances are pretty high, so you know. Uh, number fourteen, Massachusetts. It's it's it, it could be higher. Mm-hmm. It's just that I just have a deep hatred for the sports team. For, <laughs> yes. And it's yes. because their fans are so obnoxious. Yes. But a lot of good things, you know. Static Selector, Guru, uh, New Edition. Boston, the birthplace of the revolution. Yes. Lots of history. Tea Party. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a great uh, city. It's just that, like, the people and the fans from there are so obnoxious. I remember the first time <laughs> I met Massholes and learned that term. I was in, uh, I was at, like, a convention for work, mm-hmm. and we were in Minnesota, and there was like another convention, I, I swear to God, <laughs> of plumbers from Boston. <laughs> I swear to God, it was plumbers from yeah. Boston. And they were staying at like the same resort we were. Yeah. For like, so like we should, like, you know, at night, like after the meetings are over, like we'd all go to like the same like bars and stuff. Yeah. And I learned, I learned because like one of the people I knew was from New York that I was hanging out with. So she fucking hated people from Boston yeah. and like introduced all of us West Coasters to Massels. And then like when you met them, they did not disappoint. It was every stereo, it was like everything I fucking. Just like, because I love when stereotypes come to life. Like it just, because I only think about it like in a movie or something. The accents. But to see it. The way they talk to yeah. each other. I was like, God damn. Yeah. You guys but are But after watching a the treasure. town, it makes me want to go to Charlestown. Exactly. You know what I'm that's saying? what it reminds me. I yeah. feel like tracksuits and hood rat shit. That's my, that's my place. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13 is North Kakalaki. Another beautiful, like underrated, natural, beautiful country out there. And uh, it's got like a lot of, I've been to uh, Raleigh, Charlotte, Durham. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful. Because that's the trifecta out there, right? Mm-hmm. Those three. Tri cities. Tri city. <clears throat> and then they've also got like, uh, you know, a lot of uh, like pine, it's like pine trees and it's very nice. And you can go, and it goes all the way to the coast. And so little, little brother. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Number 12, New Mexico. Not many people, but beautiful. And, and Tons of natural beauty. There, they're a little off. Tons like of natural it. beauty, and yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of progressive mm-hmm. uh, indigenous uh, activists out there. Yes, so I like that. 
Number 11, Minnesota. Minnesota, eh? Minnesota, eh? Hey, Hoser. And uh, the only bad thing I can say about Minnesota is the weather. In the, in the summer, it's super hot and humid. Like, I was there in August, uh-huh. and it was, fuck, like, it was oppressive. I, I remember walking outside the first time, and I was like, wow, people are sitting out here fucking at a bonfire, having a good time. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> Cause it was like nine o'clock, you know, yeah. come out of the bar. Like we're going back to the resort and there's like, like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, cause we're on like a shuttle or whatever. Like you can go out, like everyone's out there. And I go out and like, mm, this yeah. is bull shit. Where's the bar? But yeah, the twins- this is, I'm not, this is yeah. oppressive. It was like, it was like nine, nine thirty at night, still like 94 degrees and like 95% humidity. And all I could hear was fucking mosquitoes and bugs. Yeah. No. Um, they got real cold winters as well. Exactly. And the winters are equally bad. Yeah. But, uh, like, the Twin City, um, it got voted, uh, like, best bike city, like, three or four years in a row. And, like, you could take bike routes all the way out to the Great Lakes. And it just seems like a good city. Yeah, you know? it's very nice. Minneapolis was in St. Paul. Yeah, got a homie Beautiful out there. city. Homie out there. Shout out, Marvin. Trying to go visit you soon, puppy. And then number 10, as we move into the top 10. Okay, top 10. <laughs> And you're going to notice a theme here. Lots of natural beauty. Okay. Number 10 is New Hampshire. Okay. New Hampshire because it's uh, it's just it's so pretty. It's on the coast. Lots of, like, when you think of fall, you think of, That's like, think trees. Of big trading, maple trees. Changing color. <laughs> Very nice. Number nine, Vermont. Same, yeah, all the same yeah. things, except Vermont's landlocked, you know, yeah. so it doesn't have the ocean. But also very progressive because the man. Also very progressive. Shout out Bernie. And then number eight, Maine. The the like those three all together, very they're super close. They're like Lobster. four hour drive from New York. Uh, very nice. Like my parents would like every like once or twice a year, yeah, especially in the fall, they would like drive up there, spend a weekend, uh, just to get away. And because uh, there's not that many people, it's very like laid back, and they have like very they that's a place that truly has all four seasons. And like the drive was probably fantastic. And the drive is super beautiful. Yeah, uh, number seven. Nevada, our home state. Seven? Number seven. All right. We're up there. I could put it higher, but, like, that's too much homerism. Yes. And it's a great state in so many ways, but it does have its flaws. We have to be honest. Mm -hmm. But, like, Reno, fantastic place. It's in the middle of change. Vegas, not so much a fantastic place to live, but, again, it's a global city. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves to go visit Vegas. And then you've got like a little bit of everything, no matter what. You know, if you like natural, you got Tahoe. In Vegas, you got Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. There's, if you like to get outdoors, there's so you can go hiking. camping. There's hiking. Elk. Oh yeah, and like, uh, what's the Ruby Mountains? Ruby Mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out the homie Josh. Just got an elk tag. If you're into hunting, yes. Like he's going way out to northeastern, like six hours from here in northeastern outdoors Nevada. and stuff. And we're close to everything here, especially Reno. Within like if an hour, hour and a half, you could do any outdoorsy activity you want. And you're like. Uh, if you're in if you're in Reno, Carson, Vegas, you're like four hours from the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. so we're still close enough, to, and you're still close enough to all the great things in California. Yes. Depending, like if you're in Northern Nevada, you got the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. If you're in Southern Nevada, you got LA. So number seven, Nevada. Number six, Oregon, Oregon. or Oregon. <laughs> Oregon would be higher, but they got a lot of crazy people in certain parts of Oregon mm-hmm. trying to split this to put like Portland, Eugene. Ashland. A lot of beer. The beer a lot is of, crazy. A lot of beer, but like a lot of natural beauty too. Like yes. along the coast. Yeah. Like I've driven up 
It's uh, beautiful out there. It, it's it's so a very green. pretty uh, green. And Portland, one of my favorite. Yeah, obviously, you it's your favorite city. And yes, yes. Portland's one of my favorite cities. So, yeah. Number six, or number five, Colorado. Colorado. Which is, uh, you know, it's it's a lot like Denver, especially. It's a lot like Reno. A lot like Reno. It's mountainous. Um, and all of the same things I said about Nevada apply to Colorado. It's just not as hot. Yeah. And they're more progressive. Mm-hmm. Although some parts are not. Shout out, Lauren Bobert. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> number four, New York, New York. Okay. New, York's, New York, New York State. State, number four. I mean, you know, what can you say? New York City is fantastic. Yeah. We both love, love New, New York. York City. I loved, when my parents lived there, mm-hmm. I loved to go visit there. Yeah, Not sure Island. I could live there, you know. We're I wouldn't fucking be able to from live the there West either. Coast. Mm-hmm. But if I had to, I could make it work, especially, you know, depending on where you lived. Uh, there's so much history. And, and it's more than just New York City, you know, like Buffalo, Albany, upstate like New York is super nice and Rochester. pretty. All those places upstate have all the sa- like a lot of the same qualities Ithaca, as Maine. College and town, awesome. Lots of college towns. So, yeah, New York is number four. Number three, Washington State. Washington. I thought Washington was going to be right by hand, Oregon. Uh, it's a little higher because I like uh, Seattle reminds me more of the Bay Area. Yeah, okay, definitely. And it's that. a bigger city than Portland. Mm-hmm. Plus, I've been all over uh, Washington State. Like, I've been up to Vancouver. I've been east to like Yakima. They have the gorge there. It's the most beautiful music venue, I, in my opinion, that you're ever gonna go to. It's nicer than Red Rocks. Like, I have so many photos of just like you're just sitting on this hill overlooking this gorgeous river valley that goes on for miles and miles and miles. And then there's just a stage there, and you got music playing. The weather was great. Like, I, I've been up there multiple times at multiple music festivals fantastic never had a bad time and like the weather was all, like even though it rained a little bit but like it was like it is now like it the whole time every time i've been there it's been in the 70s and like goes down in the 50s maybe a little rain yeah if you guys have a chance summertime in the northwest is great because it's like this it's like 70 degrees a little bit it of might get in the 80s yeah but it's not gonna get too much warmer yes. than that like 82 is gonna it's like the bay like 82 like that's why i love the bay area yeah. 82 is gonna be a hot ass yes, day but their summer officially starts like july 4th weekend that's the thing it's a little bit later but yeah um mm-hmm. and then number two hawaii okay the only thing you can say about about hawaii is it's hard to get there and it's expensive yes but also that keeps too many howlies aka white people from moving <laughs> natives yeah people who are from there are great and you know it's so beauty. You know, it's a beautiful. It's Jurassic pretty. Park. It's, it's pretty. It's beautiful. Live there. <laughs> it's great. Hopefully, if you haven't been there, you need to because it's so beautiful. And number one, what else could it be? California. California. <laughs> I'm from. You know, I'm biased, yeah. but also the those people live there. It's the most populous state. Everyone loves to talk shit about it, mm-hmm. but so many people live there because they're so and they push what the rest look, of the country does too. Yeah, they they leave the country at so many things, and look, the reason so many people want to live there is because it's great. Yes, the reason it's expensive to live there is because it's so great. You know, if you want to live in your shitty ass hometown and talk shit about a nicer place, go ahead. But like, have you ever been to L.A. <laughs> on New Year's Day when yeah. it's seventy five degrees and you're sitting at the beach while you let your hometown is freezing? It fucking balls off. And also job opportunity stuff. Like, they're like the top 10 economies in the world. The world. 
Just the state of California. And if you're from there, they offer free education, like for college. Like if you go, you can free education at any junior college. And then if you graduate from any junior college, you're guaranteed admission into any UC school, which is one of the best, you know, school systems in the, in the world. And if you need help, the tax dollars stretch out a little bit more, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many, like, yeah, people like to complain and talk. Like, it's, I feel like it's very popular to talk shit about California, especially here in Reno. Yeah. But, you know, it's just hate and envy. And also, like, lately, too, they're like, oh, at least shitty California drivers. I'm like, well, you're not the best driver either. Right? People complain about me. paying taxes there. But California has nice shit. Yeah. Like, even though, like, they have good, they have better school systems than us. Yes. And they have way more, like, kids living in poverty and stuff. And they still do a better job. They have better public service. They have better public transport. Like, it's, yeah, taxes are high. But, but taxes are getting used for what they're supposed to be used for. Yes. Yes. And they're like, you know, income, like, it has all the other problems as the rest of the country. Yes. Income equality, mm-hmm. homelessness, all these other things. But, like, some of those is because the rest of the country can't get their shit together and make policies that would make it better. Yeah. They're, so wor- like, they're worried the about. The problems get dumped on. They're worried about transgenders for some reason. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm not worried about them. They're friends. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Boom. Good job. We did State it. ranking's over. I know you guys aren't surprised. <laughs> if you live in one of the states that were further down the list, you know, make your place, but do better. Yeah. Make it better. Yeah. Maybe next time I'm going to move up the list. Florida, you definitely fucked up. I had Florida originally at number 41. Yeah. You're, they've moved down. <laughs> we, we have to. One correction here. Florida was originally number 41. Uh-huh. Uh, Florida has definitely moved down. I'm going to say... To 45. 45. 45, yeah. What are they sandwiched in between? They're like South Carolina slightly better, Tennessee slightly worse. Okay. But yeah, and I think Florida will only continue to move down as exactly. the future goes they're, on. They're blocking everything. It's you can't just, even read certain books now. And then, like, you know, fucking global warming's coming for you, Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got half your state's below water. You guys, that shit's going to fucking be expensive or suck either way. But uh, yeah, my song of the week this week. I just discovered these guys. They're so oh, yeah. fucking great. We played them on the radio show. Again, the backstory. One of them is a Brit. One of them is an American from L.A. They met in Australia at music school. And, you know, we like to say that British British people never stopped making good R&B. No. In America, white people kind of stopped making good R&B in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Britain, not so much. And these guys make great R&B. So they're called To Another. And this song has come alive. It's got great vibes. Listen and enjoy. Salute. I can feel your love some mornings. Feel the empty sheets. Yeah. And it comes on with the warning. Like the air I breathe And I must have done something right Had love my whole damn life Am I in need of something from you? I'm on a road to your perfection I don't need correction Am I in need of something from you? So please don't try and shake me so patient lately I'm just everything you want to be to be Every now and then I smell fire burning It's like the earth ain't turning I'm just everything you want to be to be Now I'm 
Sean's song of the week and it was come alive by two another yeah um this song uh, off their album another tape from 2018 um and they have another album that came out in 2020 called 2022 called back to us um just so smooth like very smooth um you know art that that R&V, nice modern vibes uh they're on tour right now in america actually on the east coast yeah. like Playing in like Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington. The usual spots. Yeah, all out there on the East Coast. So, do they come out west? Let me see. Oh, that'd be uh, good. Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Vegas. Uh oh. <laughs> they're playing Life is Beautiful. Dang. In Vegas in September. And then they're playing in Denver, Tucson, Tucson. Tucson, Tucson. Who they're playing. At the Fox Theater in Oakland on Saturday, September 30th. Oh, dang. Might have to go check that out. Yeah, especially, like, since they're not that, you know, popular, it would be good to chill. And so the Fox Theater's a great venue, yeah. too. Yeah, they're playing the Greek Theater in L.A., too, on the night before. Ooh. That would be cool. I've never been to the Greek Theater yeah, in L.A. I haven't been to that one either, but I heard it's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check them out. Up like, in the mix. Let's do a trip. <laughs> Don't have to threaten me with a good time. I know, huh? They, they sound fantastic. We'll bring the ladies. You uh, know? I'm, I'm excited, yeah. Like, uh, good music. It's just good music. Yeah. All right. Movies. Movies. You know, it's that time. Summer's coming along. Blockbuster's coming. Blockbuster's. Uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy the other day, and it was really good. You know? A definitely different tempo. Like, there's, like... Like, the comedic tempo is a little bit different, but they also talk about more serious things in this one. You know? Nice. Like, where Rocket came from. 
I heard his, that. And his origins. It deals with Rocket's origins. Yes, and a lot of people don't like it just because how they treated the animals, but, you know. It's fake. It's fake, yeah. It's not real. So. They weren't actually experimenting on Rex. No, I know. Oh, my God. They're probably Christians. <laughs> we we watched uh, all that, uh, all the little Groot shorts. Have you seen those? Oh, ones? those are good, yes. Yeah, we watched all of those because we watched. Like uh, the, the, do you see the Christmas one they came out with? Yeah, yeah. That one's a real good no, one. No, no, not the, the Christmas special. Yeah. No, that we're going to watch that fantastic. before. Before you go see it? We're going to watch uh, Ant-Man, and then we're going to watch that, and okay. then we're going to go see the movie. All right. I'll probably see that, yeah, like a couple weeks because I want to see Fast and Furious first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Like people are saying it's the best trilogy out of them all. And it's crazy just how it ended. You know, you think certain things by all the little things you hear, but it ended really well. Um, you know, it ended stuff kind of openly, obviously, because there's a lot of avenues they can go with um, in the comics. And, you know, they're obviously still pushing the younger children because, like, Young Avengers is coming, and then, like, the new Young Avengers is the one after that. So there is like some some you know little little Easter eggs, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I kind of want to go see it again. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hero of the week this week, our girl Amanda Gorman. Okay. Uh, this parent uh, got her poems banned in Florida from elementary yeah. school kids reading them. Yeah. Because she said that, whatever. But the parent that got them banned. It turned out she's like shares all this crazy Nazi stuff on Facebook. Shocker. Yes. Shocker. Like all this racist, anti-Semitic stuff on Facebook she shares. And like, and then she like had to make an apology. But she's like, I'm not anti-Semitic. <laughs> like you literally posted like the not like this literal guy that Nazis put out in 1936 yeah. against Jewish people. And then she's like, well, English isn't my first language because she's Cuban. And I don't really read it. All this stuff. I just saw like communism and yeah. I don't like communism because I'm cute. Like yeah. from Cuba, blah, 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 Fidel Castro. Like how long before we fucking move on from this shit? Mm-hmm. Like learn, like shut the fuck up. This is what you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You literally didn't know what you were talking about. Now you're like trying to make excuses, but the harm's already been done. Maybe you just shut the fuck up yeah. at the beginning. None of this would have happened, but no, no, like, Yeah. You got a poem banned and then said you hadn't even read the whole thing, then tried saying it wasn't your first. Where was all this stuff when you were getting it banned? Yes. So Amanda Gorman read the poem. She said she she admitted she hadn't read the whole thing, and then tried to say it because they're like, "What is? What do you have against this poem?" Yeah, and she didn't know. And the but Amanda Gorman came out like tweeted and was like just all week standing up and like said you know she we shared the quote but was like you know all it takes is one crazy parent to get my poetry banned but we, the whole country can't get assault rifles banned yes i saw that mm-hmm. so yeah. you know what she's young she's standing up for rights she's speaking her like the truth mm-hmm. and she doesn't give a fuck so you know salutes to amanda gorman uh I, I, this is why i love the youth yes and i i was telling kids i'm like if you think they hated millennials wait till they meet you guys <laughs> They're going to be begging for the days of millennials because you guys are all like, you yeah. guys are just us, but like better. And more informed. More informed. Yeah. Give less fucks. Yes. Like you guys never had it good. You know, we're <laughs> Batman, you're Bane. <laughs> we adopted the darkness. You guys don't know any better. Yes. You adopted the darkness. <laughs> I I was born in it. <laughs> I. I I was eight before I saw the my first light, yes. and it was blinding. 
The darkness is my home. And I rescued a girl. I didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah, that's them. Like, I'm like, man, like you guys are like all emotionally intelligent, empathetic, and all the opposite of these psychopathic older people who give no shits about themselves. It just takes time for them to die out. Yep. Like, uh, you know, we, we went on a field trip this week to TMCC. It was a national security forum. Yeah. So it was, like, kids from a bunch of different, like, five different high schools, all seniors, government students. And we had, like, all these different topics to talk about, like, eight, foreign aid to other countries, military spending, social media and its influence, AI. And these kids, like, you know, they broke us up. So, like, each, like had each table had like a facilitator and like a bunch of different kids and like they rotated around and all my groups of kids were so intelligent so smart they had such good conversations and so much to say about all this stuff and i was like damn if i if like older people could hear you like they'd either be really impressed or scared or fucking super scared yeah because you guys are like 17 18 and like i'm 40 and like i didn't learn about most of this stuff till either college or later yeah. people that are 60 or older probably never learned about this stuff yeah. and are scared because you're so knowledgeable yeah. and they they're they're terrified because you guys understand things that they don't even know about and that's like the basic thing that of fear and that's the yeah they they fear that these young people because these kids know what's up they have a view and understand the world so much better and they're taught so much better because like everything's improving right why wouldn't education and like the way these kids understand things improve they have social media they're exposed they're so much more savvy and plus you need to just teach them a little bit like just to like get good resources you gotta, you if know? you think them you teach them with critical thinking yeah like i was saying like it's come full circle mm-hmm. like all the things we need to teach are the same things that like they're trying philosophers to and stuff type yeah. critical thinking ha- logic reasoning yeah. those are the things these kids need because all the information's at their fingertips it is mm-hmm. and once they learn how to harness all those like the the ways to think and like logic and everything. And then you shift. Then they can swift. Or they can wield the that knowledge mm-hmm. so much better than older you know generations. And so that's you know it's gonna. I'm excited. You know it's yeah. great. Like, I, I, in a hundred years it'll be a little bit better. Yeah, hope it gives me hope for the future. What doesn't give me hope for the future is our fuckboy of the week. Boom. He's a repeat winner, you know? <laughs> he's he's his fuckboy tree is always up there at a high notch. He, you know, he's posted triple doubles on the reg. And uh, this week, it's Elon Musk for his whole thing with Ron DeSantis trying to launch it on Twitter, fucking up, him saying a bunch of comments, and, like, he, he thinks of himself. Like, he doesn't even realize how racist and, like, crazy he is, but, like, keeps aligning himself with these worst of the worst people and mm-hmm. doesn't realize he's the villain in this life story. Yeah, they just they just can't get they, – they're just by themselves. People let them do what they're, they think. It is so thirsty. I was yeah. Like, I'm like, how thirsty do you have to be to, like, reach out to Ron DeSantis to try and, like, leverage what, you know, him announcing his presidency to try and <laughs> – Everything he does is so transparent. It's all to, like, try and fucking get people on Twitter. Instead of just making yeah. it better, because he's fucking ruined it. Yeah. It happens. It does. But, uh, I got the homie calling me. I have to call him back. I'm going to call. But anyways, yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's about, about it for it. this week. Yeah, so it's the last one in here, Sean. It's the last one. I gotta we be. went out with a bang. A little longer than normal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we got some awesome guests coming up, too. I'm excited. We have some guest spots on podcasts I'm excited about. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, put together the new studio. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we'll have, uh, we'll do like a video 
tour of yeah. it once it's all set up in a couple of weeks. So keep, st- stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Well, this is De La Photo. Make sure you guys stay hydrated and respect each other. And this is Sean saying, uh, you know, make sure uh, people put sunscreen on. I had to talk to some of my students about <laughs> that. And, uh, you know, be nice. And uh, don't be like evangelicals. Yes. Be like Jesus and show love for everybody. Definitely. Peace. Salute.